Hey guys, this is Kurt Cousins. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. God bless. Going Kaprizov in for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill the thrill is for real. And Brodziak ahead. Two on one with Niederreiter. He scores! Nito Niederreiter wins it for the Wild. Cut off by Mata. Throws it off front. Dumba scores! Brian Ralston for the wild. Penalty shot to tie the game. He blasts it Oh, oh my, what a shot. Fiala, Kaprizov scores! The thrill breaks the seal. Minnesota wins in overtime. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. Presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev. With me, as always, is my hockey's back. And even with COVID, he is still strikingly attractive co-host, Zooch. Zooch, how the hell are you, buddy? And uh, yeah, spoiler alert, HIPAA violation. Uh, you got the cocoa, or at least you did in the... the yeah, I had it last week. How you doing? How you feeling? Hey, day, I, t- I tested positive on Thursday. It's it's coming around. A few people, a uh, few of my buddies, their parents got COVID right now. Like it's just going around again. So yeah, not fun. Laid up in bed most of the week, but other than that, it's been pretty. It's pretty nice. Got a nice little vacation away from work, kind of. So <laughs> yeah, not horrible. I uh, I do have some other good news that'll help help you make you feel a little bit better. The hockey season is back, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, we have made it through a long summer with uh, with no hockey, and uh, and we're back. We are all the way back, and yeah, super pumped. We've got a few things that uh, that we need to get to here on on the podcast, and then uh, this is going to be actually a, a surprisingly short uh, podcast for the two of us, just because uh, we're just both super excited to do that, and we're both kind of still dealing with some things but we're ready to rock and uh rock and roll so uh let's get right to it with um stick taps of the week zooch you want to go first or you want me to uh you can go first go all right so my stick tap uh this week to kick it off um is uh i'm gonna give a stick tap billy g he had a great week uh he had a sensational video that went viral where he was telling marco rossi and kaylin addison that they made the team beautiful stuff and if that wasn't enough to cap off a great week, the man gets gets added into Chell as like a honorary alumni roster guy. So if you ever wanted to play as Bill Guerin uh, back, it looks like he's going to be in his Devils roster uniform. So if you ever want to yeah. play as Devils Bill Guerin, now's your chance. NHL 23. Here you go. He did have a big week. My uh, my stick tap is also Bill Guerin. Oh, yeah. We have a ticket package currently on the table. Hey-o. Right. Um, we're doing a little meet and greet with Bill Guerin prior to the I believe it's October 17th game this upcoming Monday after this is released. Uh, it's against the Avalanche, so the Stanley Cup uh, champs are in town. So it's, it should be a great game. Get to meet Billy G, a little autograph action. He's going to answer some questions. So should be a absolutely electric time at the rink and should be a good early season test for the Minnesota Wild. Got a few testers right off the bat. The Wild have a Great, a very interesting start to the season for sure. Uh, with four home games that followed by five road games, 
going to be a real interesting one. We're going to touch base a little bit more on uh, on our thoughts on the beginning of the season. But first, Dooch, what is your cup clink of the week this week? Cup clink is going out to the, the hometown football team, the Minnesota Vikings. Starting the season hot, you know, winning games they weren't winning last year. I know I'll say. People feel they should have been blowing out some of these games, but it just doesn't happen as often as the NFL. You know, teams make adjustments on you. It's, it's a tough, tough league. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just glad they're taking advantage of these early season kind of softy opponents and they're beating them. And they got a soft remaining schedule, so that should bode well for the Minnesota Vikings. So that's my cup clink is the hometown football team. Yeah, they haven't broken our hearts yet. yet. So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, I, I guess uh, that'll it'll just never happen again. Let's hope that's how that works. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, my uh, cup link is also uh, football related. Uh, cup going to Friday night lights, delightful television program. My uh, wife and I have been rewatching um, just, just really just top tier stuff. And if you haven't seen it, go, uh, go do it. All five seasons are on Netflix. I think the movie is on Netflix too. The movie is fine, but the, the TV show is just, just tremendous. Um, and uh, you know, Everybody knows I'm an Auburn fan and Auburn is currently experiencing um, not the best season of, uh, of football, you know, not one that we would hope for. So I'm just going to kind of sit here and quietly wonder if coach Eric Taylor could perhaps be Auburn's new head football coach. That would be kind of fun, mm-hmm. right? Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous. Yeah, I mean, because- I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that Eric Taylor would be a better football coach than uh, than Brian Harson at this point, and that sucks to sucks to hear. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I've watched one Auburn game this year against LSU. Turned Ooh. it off. Thought they're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> Look later, I'm like, oh, they lost. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just twist pretty the knife. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah, let's um let's talk a little puck, man. So the the Minnesota Wild let's just go through game by game of the next, uh, the next week, because before our next episode drops that meet and greet that you're talking about at the avalanche game will have already happened. So if you're listening to this and you just zoned out because you don't give a shit about our stick taps, uh, listen again, avalanche Monday, October 17th, get your tickets. I think the package is what? 39 bucks. Yeah. Some of the tickets, they're more expensive tickets as well. If you, if that's your prerogative, Eli, (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, thirty-nine bucks to go watch a hockey game, not too. And sure. and, and meet Billy G. Meet Billy I mean, G. On. And I believe he's going to be signing some stuff. And then you're also going to hear the um, uh, state of the wild speech. So if you've ever just like watched the little speeches that he gives on like social media and stuff, and you've been like, man, I bet it'd be great to be in the room. Here is your chance, and it's only going to cost you thirty-nine bucks. Yeah, I mean, if you told me thirty-nine bucks to go watch a wild game without any of that added. Stuff. Yeah, seriously, sign me up. Yeah, it's a great deal. Absolutely, it's <laughs> so, are crazy. Um, so let's uh, let's break down these first three games here, though. Okay, so our season uh, season opener is on Thursday. We're playing the Rangers at home. How do you like the Wilds' chances, Zuch? This is gonna be a tough opening matchup, and I think it's gonna be a great opening matchup. Two very talented teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the young young stallion in the net. Versus the old wildflower at the other side, it should be it should be a great goalie matchup, great all around. And I think on the defensive side of the puck, a lot of people are talking about the offensive side. Oh, they're going to regress. They lose Fiala. I, I think the defensive side of the puck for the Wild 
got better over the offseason. I know oh, they did definitely. a lot of adding, but they did some subtracting, getting rid of Kulikov, get that guy out of town. I mean, uh, I'll push Jesus. back a little bit with you on that. He was bad. He was bad in the playoffs, but I th- he was like f- perfectly fine. You know, yeah, I, the, but Addison, Addison's going to be. I'm don't get me wrong. I think Addison's going to be a better better player. But I don't, I don't, I don't love the narrative that like Kulikov was just like shit all year. When the reality he was, was shit he, all year, he was he bad. Was pretty good. End. He was pretty good, and then he fell off. Have fell off pretty hard at the uh, at the end in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, you know me. I'm more of a playoff performer type person. That's. I why. get it. I, I was very it. hard on Fiala. I was a little harder on Dumba than I normally am because I am a Dumba guy, but I was not happy with how he performed in the playoffs. I know his analytics said he did well, but there was that game four, I believe. Yeah, three or four. He, he oh. was real bad. And and he was playing injured. He's a warrior. I mean, that's just – you're going to play – you're going to have games like that when you're banged up. He was playing through, what, a fucking broken ribs and a punctured lung or something like that. Yeah, something insane. Something it was, where it was yeah. like you shouldn't be playing hockey right now. You shouldn't <laughs> no, even be playing like pickup basketball right now. But he did, and yeah, cost us in one game. But he played halfway decent in the other. So it's- I, I thought Dumba was pretty good, minus that one game which he was yeah. terrible. Yeah, he he would but- directly cause like back to back goals, and it was yeah, dude, dude. Well, we've we've already kind of we've already had this discussion a handful of yeah. times, so we don't need to relitigate it. If you're interested in hearing what you thought about it, and this is maybe your first time listening to the Wild Takes podcast, first of all, welcome. Weird to do this, you know, seven or eight minutes into the podcast, but hey, glad you're here. Welcome, and it's gonna be a real fun season. Um, and if you want to go back and hear what our actual thoughts were, you can because all of these episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, and you can just scroll yes, back. Sir. Hooray! Um, but you yeah, mentioned- defensive side of the puck, way better, I think. Not way better, I should say, but it's better. I think they're better, yeah. I agree with we that. we got a, a defenseman like Alex Galagoski that's probably going to be in the press box 50% of the games this year, unless he, there's injuries, of course. Yeah, I think I think him or Merrill. not going to play a whole gonna lot. It's going to be kind of a three-man rotation in the press yep. box between him, Merrill, yep. and Schuster. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I really do think that uh, it's just- He's a big dog, too. We need yeah. – uh, like the size on the defensive side. It's going to be kind of funny seeing him and uh, Addison, if that is the pairing on the bottom pair for games. Uh, yeah, right? Because Addison is like size difference. 10, I think. Yeah, I think she's little, maybe like, I think he's even 5'9". Yeah, I think she's just got just under a foot on him. That's just going to yeah. be terrific to see. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, you know, that you're a little harder on guys that don't perform in the playoffs, and you specifically mentioned Ken Viala. Well, yeah. It's not going to be very long at all before Kevin Fiala has a chance to uh, show off his new, you know, his, uh, his, his, his breakup bod, uh, so to speak, because the Los Angeles Kings are coming to town on Saturday, October 15th. And Kevin Fiala is going to be on their first line. That's another what? tough matchup too. That's, a, that's <laughs> going to be a real fun game. That. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on that matchup? The Fiala, you know, we've already re- we've again we've talked about the Fiala deal yes, enough, at, but yes, how do you, now that we get to you know schedule wise, is it good that we get to knock this out of the out of the way like right away? Or I think would you so. Rather, would you rather wait until both teams are kind of like you know figured out their groove? I think so. Just get it out of the way early. He's he's gonna pot one against us. You know, he's gonna score a goal. Might yeah. even two. I think it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, no, I mean he's gonna. I I've got him just tentatively marked as I'm. I'm probably gonna put a little put a little cheddar on uh, Kevin Fiala hat trick that day. <laughs> I, I'm I, not gonna 
to go as far as a hat trick, but it could happen. I feel well, like- I'm just saying the odds yeah, will be. I'm sure the odds will be ridiculous. So yeah, I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm I'm sure that the odds will be real tasty. No, so I'm excited. We uh, we we said in the preseason last year the Kings were going to be playoff team last year. We thought they were going to be a better team than they were the year before, and they made the playoffs. Took uh, I believe they took Edmonton to seven and uh, six or seven. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, remember so that. I mean they they made the playoffs, had a good little run. Seriously. Yeah say but I, I there's they're they're a good team they got young and they got old and I don't know if they mesh well together it's a good team it's a tough team well it, it, it's just two tough games to start with if the wild start 2-0 and I'd be very surprised I would take a 1-0-1 start that'd <laughs> be perfect I, I would also take that but I I think that it's doable I don't know if I would be surprised if the wild win both of these games I think it's I guess those, at home too or, yeah the, the advantage is that we are at home um that is a great segue into uh, Dean has apparently been has been talking about doing like different lines and different specifically defensive pairings uh, at home versus on the road. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? I I really like it. I've yeah. I thought that was I, I mentioned it on any other, you know, a couple of other uh, podcasts and stuff that we've been visiting uh, doing the uh, the old tour with like the soda pod and stuff. Um, I really like the idea. I think it's a good creative way to take advantage of the, the built in the built-in home ice advantage that you have. Hockey is one of the very few sports that actually has like a uh, strategical advantage, strategic yeah. advantage to being home. Um, and I like the idea of being able to take it up on it. I also like that is what I think we're going to wind up seeing is Jonas Brodeen on Kevin Fiala every time and just yeah. suffocate him. And it's going to be really funny. So I'm now yeah. starting to second guess my idea about the Kevin Fiala hat trick. No, I, I, it's a it's a it's a creative idea. I don't know if other teams are doing that. I'm not really sure on line combos and defensive pairings and other squads when they go yeah. up. But I, I, I kind of like it. I mean, you can pick your matchups a little better at home, so why not? I think you yeah. got Brodeen, uh, Brodeen Dumba on the road, though. It's just a strong pairing right there. Middleton, Spurgeon should get it done as well. That's what I'm saying is like, it's one thing because like we already know that you know the the main three guys and 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 I guess Middleton too but he doesn't have you know our 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 big three on defense have been playing together for like 7 8 years now. Yeah, it's been a long so time. So like they all have chemistry with each other, they know how to play with each other, they know how to feed off of each other. Yep. And you know, right off the jump it was pretty obvious that um Middleton and Spurgeon jive pretty well. And it's great because mm-hmm. that means like Middleton can be extra physical and then Spurgeon doesn't have to be, you know, cause he's a, he's another little fella. Yeah. Um, so like that, guy. yeah, that's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things where it's like generally like, I don't, I don't know if I would say that the, the Kings, and the Rangers are both going to – I don't think I don't think it's a guarantee that we're going to win both of those games, but I uh, I really like I really like the Wilds' chances to uh, to start off 2-0 and then welcome in the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche, coming to town Monday, October 17th. That is less than a week from today. Um, that's going to be exciting. Again, you can get your tickets uh, by going to – uh, either our Twitter page at wildtix 10 k or the uh, just standard 10K page, uh, standard 10K takes page, yeesh, and, uh, and just looking at the pinned tweet and getting up, uh, getting your tickets through that link. 
and you can go see this game. This is the game I think I'm the most excited about of uh, of the whole season. Like, there's a you know there's some excitement built in with the Kevin Fiala homecoming and stuff, but we're gonna see we're gonna see LA like a month later anyway. So like mm-hmm. that'll be fine. But we don't see Colorado again until uh, I'm looking up the schedule here. February, I believe. It's a long time into the season. Exactly. And we only see them, yeah, February 15th. So this is going to be our one chance against the defending Stanley Cup uh, champ to just really punch it in and, and, and show them what we're making. Punch made them of. in the mouth. Yeah. Punch them in, in the mouth, mouth early. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, I'm pretty sure we played the division opponents less this year or something like that. Yeah, it looks like there's only three games per opponent. Yeah, so that's changed more. I think you're going to play everyone in the league, which I thought they always did, but maybe not. Um, we've pretty much always we've pretty much always played everybody once. But yeah, it's. Well, I, I thought it was two games is, against everyone. Yeah, I think the idea is games against the Pacific Division, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really. Three times that would make really the most remember. sense to me. Uh, but we do get eight games against Colorado and Chicago, and they stink. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's <laughs> terrible. Same with Arizona. Yeah, no, it's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, no. What are what are your thoughts though on 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 the matchup against uh, against the Avalanche? And I mean, I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> Avalanche are a great hockey team. We always play them tough, though. Just yeah. especially in the regular healthy, season. they roll. They just they're they're great. Here's the here's okay. So here's the thing. I've said it before. I think every team, us included in the Central, with the exception of maybe Nashville, got worse this season. Yeah, and I do think that the Wild got the least worse. Yeah, if that makes sense. Of all, it's going to be interesting to see how the hierarchy works because right now it's Minnesota, uh, St. Louis, and Colorado on the top of that division, and it has been for a few seasons now. yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because I think Nashville got, like you said, got a little better. Um, Winnipeg didn't get worse, so if that makes sense, I, I don't think they're going to like be horrible. I don't for, think they're going to be terrible, but I, I, I don't think that they got better either. No, I think they can make a push though. It's not like they don't have talent on that squad. No, yeah, it's just a matter of if they can stay together long enough before everybody mutinies against Rick Bonus. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not a great coach, but I don't know. I, I could see Dallas push for that three spot this year. Maybe. I, see, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not. They've got Ottinger, who I think is unbelievable. And they've got um, Robertson, who is also extremely good. But like, and that Heiskanen's good, but they Pro lost. Rupi Hintz is good. Yeah. Uh, they, they lost Klingberg. He's pretty good. He's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's he's good, but he's also like irresponsible on the defensive side. He's a great sure. defenseman. Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say when you're putting up, I, I don't know what he get lot not last year, but two years ago his last. Oh, he was year. he was crazy good a few years. Yeah, he was like 70, 80 points, something like that. Like yeah, no, they're gonna lose some points there, but it's I don't think that's a critical blow. Their offense, it's more of their forward lines that I. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Is I, th- but I, yeah. I think they're back, and it's going to be pretty fun to watch. But I, I, I really do think that their, their, um, their, their forwards are not that good outside of uh, the guys that we just mentioned. Yeah, you like, got I mean, Sagan and Ben. They'll always. Like, 
They're good. Pavelski. They're, I don't think that they're good anymore. Pavelski was their leading scorer last year, and he's like forty-two. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like all of the. I would have taken Pavelski on the wild last year. Pavelski, <laughs> however you say his name. I I don't know, man. It's, solid center. Yeah, it's hard to say for sure. Maybe I don't know, but um, I've been seeing some uh, some buzz. Not really buzz, but in. Uh, What's his name? Greg Wisinski. He wrote an article the other day in one of the bold predictions, and it says that the Wild is going to trade for an impact center early in the season, or impact player. I see, okay, so let's talk about that, actually. Um, this is a great opportunity for me to go on to my um, – so I thought that was interesting because yeah. everyone says they're in cap hell, but – Yeah, you're one step ahead of me. Make some – yeah, that, they, they've made moves that make them flexible enough to actually go out and – you know, test the trade market a little bit. I don't think Garrett so, anyone in like crazy important, but if he's no. getting, if he's getting a difference maker on the front end, that'd be great. <laughs> so here's here's yeah here's uh here's where the wild the wild stand the the wild have the wild have what thirteen million dollars in dead money. Uh, in the yep. Parisian suitor deals, um, you know, let me let me do the math real quick. Twelve point seven four three. Okay, so the Wild have twelve, basically three million dollars, and thir- thirteen, not three. The Wild have thirteen million dollars less than everybody else. That being said, they have uh, three point three million dollars in cap space right now, and yep. if they hold on to that cap space, according to cap friendly, if they hold on to that cap space, because of the way that the NHL uh, salary cap works, where it accrues daily, they can take a contract at the trade deadline up to 14 and a half million dollars. Yes. Obviously that's not going to happen, you know, whatever. But the point is the longer that they wait, the better player that they can acquire. So I don't know if I agree with Greg that they'll go after somebody early, but I do think that it is totally feasible that it's absolutely within the realm of possibility by the time, by the time that, I don't know, January rolls around, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe late December, you know, not quite halfway through the season. I think that that's a doable time. Injuries will be mounting up, hopefully not a lot for us, but teams will be needing some help. And here comes Bill Guerin to you know out of the goodness of his heart to just lift lift some sort of uh, a rental guy i i don't even know i have <laughs> no idea who the possible rentals even would be but more like you know, that's a conversation more like for uh future more like bill garen walking down the street with his balls in the wheelbarrow like that ass <laughs> that's a, he's gonna be strolling up to get us an impact player it's gonna yeah take- exactly that would be nice. I, I, I got hopes for the Wild this year. Yeah, hopes. No, I mean, listen. I don't actually in Minnesota. I don't actually want this, but I'm gonna just throw out the. I'm gonna throw out a name that I guarantee you somebody in the Minnesota sphere will throw out as a legitimate suggestion. Jonathan Taze. It's a rental. He, he's he's on his last year of his deal. He does have a full no move clause. Uh, he's got a 10.5 cap hit, so all we need to do is basically make it to Christmas, and then we can 
uh, we can ab- absorb that or and presume and Chicago retain a little bit. I don't actually. Oh, I bet Chicago would retain some. To be honest, yeah. If they're going full blown tank mode, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Take some salary. Um, some At other least enough for us to roster them. I I, I like uh, Johnny Taze. It's not it's not Kane, so that's a plus. Um, yeah, but yeah. Taze, he's a solid fucking playmaker, man. That'd be that would be unreal on the wild. I I don't even think that I would want it, but I just wanted to throw that out there because somebody's going to do it, and I'm just going to yeah. shoot my shot right now. Um, somebody, yeah, somebody before Christmas is going to put an article out. Somebody maybe already has. Um, why the wild need to go after Jonathan Taze? Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I'd be for it. He's still a good player. He's he's yeah yeah he's not as good as he used to be and he's still <laughs> no. banged up and he has that weird uh, skin issue, but you know if you don't factor those things in then yeah absolutely. Um, other other ones to toss out and this is I'm just doing this at this point I'm just committing to the bit of uh, wildly stupid and uh, just bad predictions or like projections. Um, other. Uh, pending UFA centers, Ryan O'Reilly, not going to happen. Um, Sean Monahan actually could potentially happen. Dylan Larkin apparently is. Uh, wow, I'm actually that, I was gonna. That, that was going to be happen. the name I threw out there. I don't think. I, I was don't like, think if Dylan either. Larkin becomes available, if the Red Wings, let's say, have another underachieving year, which is fine. They're young. They're going to get better. We've talked about. Yeah. The- Things in the past, they're a good young hockey team. And they, up and up for sure. Um, but yeah, no, Dylan Larkin, holy shit, man, he's a quick. I, I, two. I would love that. Fast. I don't. I don't. A great player. I don't, see, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't see. I, I would love him it. go. Uh, here's one who apparently is potentially on the outs already. Um, is uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, PLD, and our with our neighbors to the north. I don't know if they're gonna trade him in division, but if they did. Yeah, I don't think that they would, well, and I don't know if I would want him because apparently the rumor is that he really wants to go to Mo- he really wants to play for Montreal. Yeah, I, I he's a good player, but he's kind of oh, he's this is the second time he's been in like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, so um, I don't know if I like that. I will say uh, I do need to give a correction to myself. Uh, I was wrong earlier. I previously said Joe Pavelski was forty two. He is currently 38, turns 39 this year. My bad, Joe. My bad. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. He's not Yamer Yager. There's only there's they can be only one. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah, played almost till he's 50. I'm pretty sure he's still I think fucking... he still is playing in the Czech League. He is. Um crazy. Bonkers. Yeah, no, he's unbelievable. I actually I had a great I have a great quick Yager story. Um, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine called me, um, and yes, Yager is currently 50 years old and he is still playing for Retri Clodno. Very nice. I'm sure I butchered that. So anybody, uh, anybody from, uh, the Chechia team, let me know how bad I butchered that. Shoot me, hit me up. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, quick Yager story. Uh, about a week or two ago, um, a friend of mine texted me and he just said, I'm doing the New York times crossword puzzle hockey legend, Yeramir blank. 
and I just set back Yager, and I was like, he was like, oh, sick, thanks, man, nailed it. I was like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, so I, love that, yeah. I love that uh, my friends from the South are like, if anything hockey comes up, they're just texting me, and it's great. Well, I mean, they got to have at least one person that knows about hockey. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, if you're that person, you need somebody in, in your life to uh, text about hockey, uh, hit me up. I will, I will give you my phone number. I'll talk, I'll text hockey with strangers. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a terrible texter. So you'll have to wait like hours in between. But, um, if you can live with that, then like terrific. <laughs> Who's a better texter, you or me? Cause we're both pretty bad. We're awful. I yeah. am awful texter. Dude, I'll get my notification. I'll be like, nice. I'll reply to that. And then two days later, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Have to reply to that. I do the same thing, except for urgent. I, I'll, I'll text back. You know, if it's an yeah. urgent, you, I'm right on it. So I'm always I, looking. Yeah, I do the same thing, except for mine is less. If it's not mine, is less two days later and like seven hours later. Yeah, and, and which really is almost bad. worse because it's like two days. <laughs> it's like oh, you you clearly just like forgot to hit send or whatever. Like no worries, it happens. But then like right. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, fuck, I didn't I didn't text Danks back or something like that. Yeah. So that's the, uh, yeah, it's tough. Hard out here. <laughs> it is what it is. You yeah. get it done. No, yeah, we, we get it done. Uh, and that's why that's why we have a, a terrific team here at the, at the Wild Takes podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, Zooch, before we get into Wild Takes, is there anything else that I missed uh, that you want to touch on? Um, because the only thing that, other than that I want to say is I think that by the time that we record next, I think there's a pretty good chance that the Wild are going to be uh, three and O. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know what? Wow, I'll lean into the bit. I'll lean into the bit. Take. I'll be confident as hell. I'm not even going to, this isn't even my wild take. I'm just going to lean into the bit. It's uh three and O oh. wilds are going to open out strong and uh, show everybody that uh, they shouldn't be trifled with. I hope so. I think, uh, I think they can, they have an opportunity to start three and O. Oh. I don't think it's going to happen. That's just the honest side. It's three tough teams. I, I just would like to see them come out and play well in three games. Me too. I mean, sometimes that's starts, sometimes they start a little slow. Guys aren't really, you know, fired up. But as yeah. the this new regime's got them fired up, they're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a good cop out for your answer there. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question um, before we before we move on. Um, are you going to take the over or the under at the current gambling line in Vegas on wild point total this year? It is currently set at 99 and a half over or under. Over. Yeah, me too. They're going to get a hundred again. I think so too. Um, I will, I will say at one point the gambling line was one Oh six and a half. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, I'm going to take that under. Too high. Yeah. That's too high, but. Uh, I think they'll end. Uh, if I were to predict the wild season since it'll be out tomorrow, I think they will finish with a hundred and one points. I was going to say one hundred and two. So I'm, I'm glad that we stick to the trend of me being slightly more optimistic than you. <laughs> hundred and one. I think they get there, but just for, and they make the playoffs as probably a two seed is my think. Two or three. I, I and you know what? If we're predicting, I think it's going to be two. Just because the other teams in the division are going to beat up on each other a lot. That's and kind I, of my thought too. I think the the team will only be if it's going to be another first round matchup. It's like oh shit, <laughs> here we mm-hmm. go. Kind of like oh this team's pretty solid. They're right. Yeah, behind. 
I just want to. I just want to play like the Anaheim Ducks or somebody. Yeah, and this someone. Is gonna have to honestly that. So let's hope. Uh, let's hope yeah. they go away over one hundred and one and one hundred and two. Because if they can somehow get that fucking second wild first or second wild card, oh. Oh, that'd be just delightful if we can just for rip once. Through, rip through the I know, I know. Division. You can lose to those teams because we've been. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't need to do the just this once. We all remember 2017. Yeah. No. Well, what about? Um, I mean, we beat the Avalanche with as a wild card team, and they were the. You exactly. Know, overall, That's true. I mean, it's That's not. Good... It's not an automatic win. It just. It makes you feel a little better as a fan. You're like, okay, they are clearly better than this team just based yeah. on playing the regular season. Should be able to handle them. Not like the Blues last year where we're like, me and you truly thought it, it could go either way, and we lost in six. So, I mean, yeah. Sucks. Let's hope yep. that we, can, uh, we can have a little better luck in the playoffs if and when we get there. I said it the other day on the Soda Pod. I think that this team um, probably won't be as good in the regular season, but I do think that they're going to be able to take the experience that they got in the playoffs and mm-hmm. learn from it, grow from it. I don't think they're going to be, I, I said on the soda stream, I talked myself into, uh, you know, having the wild run it all the way to the Western conference finals. So like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep rolling with that. But um, in the meantime, you know, if we, I, th- I think, I think we have a really good chance to have this be a great year to build on as mm-hmm. our true, like cup contending perennial contender window opens. Uh, really, I think it opens next year, but it doesn't really, really get going until probably 20, the 20, uh, 24, 25 season. Yep. Um, one, know one a little, little more about, uh, Ogren and Janelle. Yeah. Who's oh, man. Uh, we're so close. Your look, your looks good. Your looks nasty. Who's Nadine looks incredible. Although they're still, they're already doing the, they're already doing that same Russian bullshit where they're like, Oh yeah, you're going to go to America soon. Cool. Enjoy six minutes a night. And he yep. still is getting like two apples a game. It's great. Yep. It's um, great. But uh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, quick breaking news. Um, it was just announced uh, the different uh, team hashtags that are going to have the little like wild logo on it. Yeah. So the standard uh, hashtag MN wild. Uh, the one from the playoffs last year, the determined nation, but it's MN instead of MIN. Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, ha. And then this is a great one here is uh, OPA. Nice. So you can now get, oh, yeah. the, I think they're called hash flags, which like clever. Ha ha. Um, you can now do hashtag Very OPA and get the little wild bear logo on you. <laughs> so enjoy. Opa. That's the one that we're going to use a lot. We're going to abuse the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just score so much. I'm just glad that we have something different for a change instead of just like like the Blue Jackets is just CBJ. Well, and they're like, a very plain team. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's <laughs> not like the worst one, but it is, you know, whatever. It's certainly um, not as fun as Opa. Opa. No, definitely not. Definitely not. All right, um, it is time. We have reached the end of the podcast, so we're going to end the podcast the same way that we end every podcast with our wild takes. Zooch, why don't you go first? All right. Mine is goodbye, Kevin Fiala. Hello, Matt Boldy. I think Matt Boldy is going to be a point-per-game player this year. He's going to really drive offense. He's going to get power play points. We saw last year. He's one of the bright spots on the power play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I, I got really high hopes for Matt Boldy. I think he's a very good player. He's going to have some skill on the line still. I mean, Sam Steele, Yost, whoever, who, Tyson Jost, whoever is on that line. You might even have Rossi up there after a little while, which I think in a about, I think Rossi about eight to ten games, he'll be up on that first line. Or not first line, but, you know, second line, third line. I don't really know what the lines are on this team besides the first one. Yeah, and the lines, kind of rotating. The, lines the lines don't matter. Everybody gets pretty close to equal ice time. Yeah, it's depth. Don't tell I, honestly, Carter, I, love the idea. I love the idea of the of the Rossi and Dewey line, where both yeah. Rossi and the two Deweys, which great band name, great band <laughs> name. I'm calling it right Rossi now. Rossi and the two Deweys. Oh, I love that. I'm calling that as my 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 new uh, Guitar Hero band name for sure. There you go. Um, that that they're just gonna feast if they, if they are rolling out on the fourth line all year. Like they're gonna feast. They're gonna absolutely feast. It's gonna be del- just delectable. It's gonna be so yes. good because most teams don't have a good fourth line. Most of the time, it's like you know they have they have guys that can't skate anymore and are just here to like swallow pucks and swallow hits. Yeah, not the wild. That's gonna be great. They're gonna um, skill up and down, up and yeah. down the lineup, boys. I, I speaking of Rossi, he was going to be in my wild take, and maybe I'll include, maybe I'll do two wild takes because uh, we are starting off this year. But your um, your remark about Boldy getting on the power play, I first of all, I fully agree with the Boldy take. He was my wild breakout player of the year, so I I hundred percent agree that that's what's going to happen again. Um, yep. I I think he's going to just have a tremendous year. But um, my my like wildest take is I think that the power, the special teams are actually going to like be good. I think they're going to fix. I think they're going to be fixed. I really do. Um, so the, my official written down wild take, I believe that the uh, power play and penalty kill is going to finish above a 100% uh, combined cumulative rate. So last year it was 94%. So what I mean by that is like, if you have a 20% power play and an 80% uh, penalty kill, that would be a hundred percent. Yeah, um, I think they can do it. They, the, I mean, the penalty kill was fine for most of the year, and then all of a sudden, down the it stretch, it fell was, apart pretty late. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Power um, play all year long. I mean, the yeah. players, it was just like they'd get a power play, and I'd be like, okay, well, well here's two like, games uh, where the other team won't score at least. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah. 20, um, no, I, I I really do think that the power play is going to be improved. So I'm gonna, I think it's going to be over 100 percent uh, cumulative. Like it. Thing. My I original my original uh, wild take though was that uh, Marco Rossi is going to finish in the top Calder top three in Calder voting, and Kalen Addison is going to get at least one vote. There it is. There it is. Kalen Addison, my breakout player. I think he's going to feast on that power play. Mm-hmm. And we need we do need to talk. Um, on the podcast, just real quick. I don't know if we do it now or if we do it next week, but um, the you do kind of look like Kalen Addison, and it's not just because of the the creepy stash right now. <laughs> I I think I think that we might need to have this bit come in where we you know we have we already have the 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 Damon or Danks bit, and now we've got yep. the uh, Kalen or Zooch bit. That doesn't really. I don't know. Can we? Can I use your last name? Because that could work. Never mind. Kalen or Collins. That'd be funny. <laughs> could could potentially work. It would work. Um. The yeah, yeah, we could do that in a future episode. 
So yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to do it for us here at the Wild Takes Podcast. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. If this was your uh, first time, great, welcome. We're excited to have you, and uh, we will be joining you each week of the NHL season. We'll have guests. We will have uh other hosts we have a whole crew here at wild takes that are doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes so shout out to marlo and danks for that they don't get enough uh love and appreciation so i just want to make sure that on our first episode of the season that i uh make sure that i do get you know that we we give them the the love and appreciation that they deserve go give us a follow on social media at wild takes 10k and make sure to follow along with the rest of the 10k stuff as well where you can see you know Stuff like the Billy Billy G giveaway or not giveaway uh, meet and greet things like that. By the way, buy your ticket for that thirty nine dollars. It's a deal. You can use the money that you're going to save that you would have spent on just a ticket. Otherwise, you can use that on beer. Have yourself a great time as the Wild advance to three and zero against the Colorado Avalanche. If you like the show, if you like this show and you enjoyed your, yourself, had a good time, tell your friends. If you hate the show, you thought this was a, just a terrible podcast, and you're still here, uh, you know, forty something minutes in. Well, tell your enemies, make them suffer too. And remember, folks, it's not just about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Stay safe out there, folks. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up.